0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to your Daily Dose of Positivity, a show where teens talk about all the uplifting and inspiring things happening in the world. Today, we've got a whole lot of news, and it's episode 20, so that's really fun. Yay. Oh, well, wow. Like, It's kind of 20. There's some specials intermittent throughout there, but like on our Instagram, it will say 20, and that's really cool. But uh, yeah, I'm Carter Dvorak, joined by Kaylee and Saisha. Welcome, everybody.
1: Hi. Hi, everyone.
0: Hello. Uh, I think to start off, let's. do you guys have any personal good news happening this week?
1: Um, so once again, I did want to say, though, that um, if anyone listening hasn't followed us on TikTok, they should, since we've been doing some pretty exciting TikToks and sharing a lot of good news there also. So if these once every two week episodes aren't enough for you, you should go check out some daily, well, maybe not daily, but at least a few times a week stories there.
0: I can second to that. I can totally confirm.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: same here. And if you have any TikTok ideas, just send them our way. I know. Um, oh
0: my gosh, please. I mean,
1: the thing also about t- TikTok trends is that it's hard to like find your niche and how to make it relate to your niche. And then like, I, like I find that a lot that it's hard to like stick with one niche because if you try to do that, then it can it'll be hard to reach more people. But if you don't do that, then you, your videos seem random, so it's definitely very kind of hard to figure out the algorithm.
2: Yeah, I think it's definitely a craft to have like an education, not, not really educational, but like a more I guess professional TikTok that blends like the trends with also your message versus like my own personal TikTok where I just kind of post whatever I want. I know, yeah. Like whatever. yeah. So we're definitely working on it, but you guys should check it out because Um, I haven't made a TikTok yet. I will try to get on that. But Carter (laughs) and Sasha have both um,
1: done some really, really cool ones. I know, and, like, the TikTok that I made was just so random, so I've actually, like, I don't know, this is, like, a weird habit that I've gotten into since starting this podcast, is I'll just every once in a while just go on Good News Network or Tanks Good News for, like, an uplifting story, which is something I never did before, Uh but it's nice because I'll, you know, get to read it, and then I wanted to share it because I really thought that that koala story was cute, but I'm unfortunately not (laughs) talking about that one today.
0: It really is.
1: I also yeah. love the kid stories.
0: The kid stories are great. Oh, I forgot to put this in the script. We have another Paris Cares update. Paris Cares has oh. like been followed by and interviewed by like Barbie. Or not Barbie. American Girl Doll. That's Whoa. the one. She's just That's making her way beautiful. in the world and uh
1: Okay. Thank Get you. her on this podcast before she gets like <laughs> two million followers. I know. I <laughs> you know. There was um and, okay, fine. Yeah. I, will, I will not sidetrack, so we can continue.
0: <laughs> there, yeah. Now we need to. Um, uh, we'll we'll get through this yeah. one. Get into the stories. Uh, yeah. yeah. First, I to
2: say though, like American Girl is like such a cool um company and brand. Like mm-hmm. I, when I was little, I was such an American Girl doll. Like me too. A nerd, I guess. I had twelve dolls, which is insane.
1: Like, did you have hand me down dolls?
2: No, I, I'm the oldest um wow like the oldest grand I'm the oldest grandchild on both sides the oldest granddaughter too um so my sister just have has some of my hand-me-down dolls now yeah um but yeah like birthdays Christmas I would just get a doll and I was obsessed with them I had wow. so many clothes
1: that's my, really my cool. parents
2: used to joke that like the area where I kept my and gold is the most expensive corner in the house <laughs> Same. but I mean beyond that like it's just such a cool um, company because they just, like, encourage girls to, like, whatever whatever they put their minds to. And they have so many incredible role models with their dolls. So, like, you know, even though I don't play with them anymore, like, whenever we're in yeah. the city, if we ever go to the American Girl Dolls Store, like, I will say the new, I'm not going to go on a tangent, but I will say the new location of the American Girl Doll in the city is not as good as the old one. <laughs> but it's still just, like, even now, I'm, like, 17. Like, I do like going. <laughs> it's really so fun to, like, see all the dolls.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I had one American Girl doll. Her name is Sonia, and um, I yeah, I had one friend who would like the same thing. Like, she'd always get a doll from her grandma at, like Christmas, and so she had like six or seven American Girl dolls, and she'd like always dress them up before she went to school and stuff like that, and then dress them in their pajamas, and they got home. It was really funny. But um, yeah, I had one doll in my. Like, I mean, I definitely played with it when I was younger, but, like, as I got older, my parents were like, oh, my God, you just don't play with your $100 doll. Yeah. They're definitely, I think, yeah, I remember. price, but, I mean, it's...
2: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I think you're definitely paying for the name as part of it. But, yeah, yeah I remember, like, packing all my up. But my sister, like, used all the old clothes and, like, all the old dolls mm-hmm. that I used to, so I feel like it wasn't a complete waste. Yeah, mine's...
1: But that was totally such a
2: long percent. tangent.
0: Yeah. I mean... I have not had any major American Girl doll experience. I did go to a birthday when I was like seven, but otherwise, I have not. They seem really cool, though. It's like yeah. their mis- mission and stuff is really cool. And it's like Paris Williams is just on their website. And I just think that's rad. Cause... Did you,
1: um, yeah. Kaylee, did you also read the books? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I like had the-, the
2: book series from like so many of the historical dolls. Like I have like, a bunch of movies. and, Julie and all- Yeah 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 I was obsessed
1: um, like even in like sixth grade I <laughs> just because I like yeah. them so much but yeah I've I also, I've always loved historical fiction for some reason like it's funny because I don't really enjoy history class but I love historical fiction so those books were like really eye opening to me in that sense Anyways. and I know
2: you said she's interviewed by American Girl but I also want to say like Barbie I feel like Barbie used to get a really bad rep for like things that it promoted and stuff but I like recently at least what I've seen like they've been promoting a lot like better messages and like they do some pretty cool stuff too and encouraging girls to like follow their dreams so shout out to them as well because they definitely like when I was younger they didn't they weren't doing quite what they do now and like they definitely were not the um as positive role models as like some of their dolls are now and of course there's issues with everything but just like shout out to them as well I guess like (laughs) while we're on the topic.
0: Yeah, shout out to Progressive um, doll companies in
1: 2021. Yeah, this is so, yeah, this is... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, this is random, but at the same time, it's similar to, like, our thing about brands, so we went to, um, I forgot what store, I think it was Walmart the other day for the first time in a long time, and I had been hearing about those, like, new Crayola crayons where they, like, do the colors of the world, so they do, like, all these different skin colors, and I hadn't, like, really seen them, but I saw the whole shelf of them, like, crayons, markers, and all these different, like, skin colors, which, to me, was impactful because I'd never seen that growing up, and it's nice that, you know, kids now can use those and see themselves on their markers and coloring utensils I guess
0: yeah I completely agree with that I'd like that is incredibly cool again shout out to progressive like children's market companies or whatever making things for kids that are like more inclusive because that's always great uh yeah yeah and uh with that uh Saisha you have a news story for us
1: Oh, yeah. So I actually made a TikTok on this today. So, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably out. So, if you want this summed up in less than a 60 second video, go check that out. But, um, anyway, so I wanted to talk about this teen from LA. And the title of the story is Teen Collects 30,000 Pairs of Shoes to Donate Dignity to LA Homeless. So, sorry, this girl's name is Lindsay Sobel, and so now she's 13, but she started this initiative when she was 12, and she um, was about to have a bar mitzvah, and she decided that, um, and like in the months leading up to her bar mitzvah, which, you know, I guess is a pretty grand party, she um, started becoming more um, like vigilant of the homeless people in LA, and she noticed how the, thing that people lacked was proper footwear. So people would either not have um, footwear or they would like have very worn down footwear. So she did she knew that she knew as a 12 year old that people who don't have shoes, you know, that I need to help them. So she so I mean, forgive, forgive me if I don't say this right. But for her Tikkun Olam, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but um, which is an act of repairing the world central to the bar mitzvah ceremony. She came up with the idea to launch Shoes for Souls, a charitable outreach program that collects and distributes shoes for Southern Californians in need. So she made sure that these, um, that these Shoes were in good condition, and through her volleyball friends and their families, and um, shoe drives at her school, she was able to rehome 30,000 pairs of gently used shoes. And then, with the um, COVID, with the coronavirus pandemic, um, she wasn't able to host these drives anymore. So she went to the internet and she started getting donations through um, a neighborhood app called next door. And then she started to get more and more shoes as well. She wants to give people a fresh start and she wants to help them put their best foot forward. And I just really think that these stories of kids and teens trying to do good in the world are so inspiring.
2: Yeah. I've also read the same idea. Um, like as it also called a mitzvah project, like that's what people around here uh call it i but yeah and uh also like mini correction absolutely no hate um but it would actually be a bot mitzvah because bot is for girls and bars for boys But so like not a big deal just fun.
1: yeah i was i know i was reading <laughs> it from the article like i of thought course, of course of course i think it i think this party was for her 13th birthday which is like this is what yeah. said. so maybe it was so this is like really cool to
2: see because no hate to my friends but they definitely weren't who like had mitzvah projects and stuff like this but they definitely weren't doing stuff um to that level which like anything that you do to help even if it's small it's not like it's still really important to do and like shouldn't be downplayed but it's just really cool to see people doing like huge things when they could you know downsize it and not do that and like especially she's like 13 which is like you know not she's not the youngest person we've ever covered but she's also a lot younger than me and like yeah I haven't done anything quite this impressive and so it's really cool to see, just like seeing how aware yeah like younger kids are I guess she would still be in our generation but just like seeing how aware they are of like the need in the world is so cool and it like gives me a lot of hope for the future
0: it absolutely does I feel the same way too it's like I just love all of these like young kids doing really cool things stories because they are really like inspiring and it kind of showing that that age isn't as big of a factor when it comes to giving, when it comes to being charitable to others. And I really love, you know, I love that using like kind of briefly used shoes and giving back to the community in that way. is So incredibly cool.
1: Yep. I agree. I think that, I also think that it just shows like a lot of like, I don't know exactly the word but like dedication that she saw something that needed to be done and she took it in her into her hands to get this done in the best way it could and like and like she also could have been like okay I'll take any shoe but she like goes out of her way to make sure that they're only gently used and that they're in good condition, so that way people will have proper shoes to wear.
0: Yeah for sure and I think I love kind of what you said too of like it is somebody taking initiative to do that action and that is so cool and so important and such a big piece of that is having this idea not only and then acting on it and I just really love that too that's kind of I feel like that's always a theme in these good news sources people who have these good ideas and then they commit to them and they actually really go out they actually go out and really do these things and it's just so cool to see
2: yeah I feel like the commitment is a really big part of it because you know god knows how many ideas I've come up with that I've just let you know fly by and like people just like acting on it even though you know I think when you say, oh, I'm going to collect 30,000 pairs of shoes, I don't know if she like set that number at the beginning, but like, that's a really daunting task, especially with someone who like, you know, you're not, you don't have a huge following or you don't have a, like a huge support system that you can just read out, reach out to like a celebrity or, you know, well-known company might, like when you're just like a regular person, like that's a very daunting task and to like actually go through with it and commit yourself to doing it, I think is really, really cool and shows a lot of like, um, perseverance
1: i agree and i mean like i i really commend kids and teens who who like do these things okay i i don't want to like be like like i I don't okay maybe we have to cut this part out or something but um but i was gonna say like for example like us we had to do this for a project and we were still doing it to this day even though we technically don't have to Like, I don't like again, like I know we all do it just because we love it and stuff. But I feel like in the same sense, like it feels really good to like be helping impact the world in some way, no matter how small or larger impact is.
0: Yeah, I think you're really true in that. I think that I don't think we have to cut any of that out because I think it is like (laughs) because I think that this is, you know, I always have loved this show, like of just kind of spreading this word out because I don't think you see it a whole lot in, you know, I don't think you see it a lot in the media. I think we're kind of the like the balance to every other piece of news outlet that I've seen. Honestly, I commend, I've been seeing news outlets more recently do like good news spotlights, which I think is really great. And that's a good balance too, but it's fun to, you know, I I think I pulled my story today from CNN who did like a good news spotlight, but it's still, I think having this channel here to just really focus on the good things because you could see the bad things a lot and it's harder to find places to talk about the good things. And I'm really, really happy that we're continuing this. I think 20 is a really awesome milestone to have like, to have reached over this period of time. And I'm just really like, I am really proud of this and really happy about it all.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I mean like going above and beyond for things that like are like required kind of like what we were saying, like Mm. with this, with that story, like she had to do a service project for this. We had to, I mean, we chose to do this for a project and it's very easy to kind of just leave it at that. Like, you know, she could have been like, okay, I'm collecting a hundred shoes. but like going even above 100 and beyond would have still like you know yeah would have been huge been like I think a 100 was, like it's...
1: even if she was only able to get like 15 pairs of shoes to donate it would still mm-hmm. be a lot but yeah, yeah. um but the fact that she went so above and beyond with it and mm-hmm. continued exactly. to do it is what i just really like admire and appreciate with you know these kind of stories yeah. and i just yeah. feel like there's I'm so also- many people who like like like, they just have a situation, and they decide to, like, go above and, like, I know I keep saying this, but they go above and beyond, <laughs> yeah. and it's just, it's just amazing to see, like, you know, how something small can turn into something big.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm over here saying 100, like, it's a small number, but that is amazing. I mean, I know, it's like 100
1: Jesus. Yeah. that's does yeah. a
2: lot, like, I, I don't think I've ever collected 100, of. maybe I have, I don't know. But yeah, it is a big number, and of course, yeah, I don't every know, little bit of any do counts. Like,
1: yeah, the kids in my school all brag about having like fifty pairs of shoes or yeah. like sneakers, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah I, just I definitely have one do not. Pair have... of, I just, I mean, no. I have one pair of sneakers and one pair of like a little bit nicer mm-hmm. sneakers, and <laughs> I, I, I have like a handful of
2: pairs of shoes, I would say, and they're all like very similar. They're all like different white shoes. Like I have a pair of white Converse and like white um vans that are like they're not like the traditional white vans have to be a little different (laughs) I'm now I'm like looking at my shoes and like should I describe every single shoe I have I won't do that um but yeah I mean just like a really cool story
0: yeah and that's true and like and you're right that 100 is a big number but the crazy thing is that 100 is a bit of a small number in perspective with Mm 30,000 I know yeah amazing as well
1: definitely um there's Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna to say, but I was gonna tell you, but my my, I got these platform shoes for my birthday that have like like they're sneakers, but they have a bit of a heel, which I like because That's I'm cool. only four yeah. so, eleven. So they're I know the thing about Zoom is like I could be six foot and you would not know, but
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that is rad. Yeah. Like, I don't know how tall any of you are. Not yeah. that it matters, but, but, but like, I'm
2: pretty- <laughs> well, I'm five five.
0: Okay, oh my um, God, I- you're tall.
2: Really, I mean, <laughs> I'm definitely taller than compared like to me who hasn't everyone. hit five foot.
1: So
2: <laughs> I'm taller than everyone except for my dad and my family. My brother, he's like shooting up now, mm. but like I feel like the people at my school are quite short because I always felt like I was kind of tall for a while. But I don't think five five is like that tall. But like now, a lot of the guys are taller than me. Oh gosh, yeah, this is such a tangent.
0: <laughs> it's fine uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm like 5'8 and a half, basically like gosh. it's between 5'8 and 5'9 but uh yeah
1: yeah I know it's like um one of my friends he's I believe he's like 6'2 so like if we're having a conversation in the middle of the hallway it'll just be like I'm just looking up like <laughs> this like, giant person when he's trying to I'm just like this like little like elf thing I don't know yeah. it's just funny yeah
2: DM or email us if you want a bonus episode where we talk about (laughs) our height and we describe all of our shoes. Yes. I'm here
1: for it. I think that that would be a fun idea. Yeah. All right,
0: we should probably move on. We should. Uh, I
1: mean, speaking
2: of clothes,
1: like, kind of
2: related, uh, my story is about a Canadian soccer lover um, collecting football scarves from around the world. So he, uh, Ontario native, 19-year-old Daniel Robertson, um started trading maple syrup for football aka soccer scarves which I just thought was absolutely um hilarious kind of because like trading maple syrup for something just seems like such a Canadian thing I probably shouldn't like play into these stereotypes that probably aren't true but just like you always think of like Canadians as they're like super kind and stuff and then they're just out here like trading maple syrup which I just love yeah um, and they started trading them for scarves <laughs> from around the world through a Reddit thread that he started. He started this like kind of over uh, once COVID started cause you know, he had kind of time on his hands and so far he's actually received 113 scarves from 59 countries, including Japan, Belarus and Senegal. Um, his goal is to scarf for every um, one of the 193 countries recognized by the UN. So he's about, I think he said 80 to 90 scarves away which is like definitely could happen um and he said he you know he's really enjoyed getting the scarves They kind of make him feel like he's traveled uh during covid obviously he's not you know going anywhere but just like getting those surprise packages i think speaking for myself it's always really fun to get mail because i think these days you don't really get stuff in the mail and so like when you do it's really fun and i think he kind of he doesn't know when they're coming so it's a surprise for him which is really nice um he actually made a youtube video kind of detailing his journey so far uh so maybe we if I remember we can put it in the uh, notes because I started watching it, I didn't finish it. Um, but he was talking actually about like the origin of football scarves, which I thought was really cool. And I think he goes on to just like explain everything. So yeah, just like a short um story about it. But I just thought it was like a fun, just like random thing that I came across um, that I really, really liked and want to share with everyone.
1: That's really cool. I don't know what a football scarf is, it is is it just like a a scarf.
2: Oh, yeah yeah. Fans Sorry. <laughs> her fans were. yeah. so um i didn't finish watching the video so i'm not going to be very accurate on this but i think they started making them in britain like a long time ago ish to like keep fans warm but basically um they're these scarves and they're like they have the team name on them um and they're worn at uh games he was here i'm use a picture of kind of what they look like yeah i know a lot of my friends have the like new york football club one yeah um but yeah like they're just like these colorful scarves that have like the team name on them and he said he he's a huge soccer fan which i also thought was ironic because playing in stereotypes of like what about hockey maybe i have (laughs) hockey on my brain because i've been watching (laughs) last night i watched the rangers game which they won uh if anyone is a I think they were playing the sabers which i believe are from buffalo yeah so. that's the
1: team here <laughs>
2: i was really yeah, happy with that I'm win sure i don't really follow hockey, hockey but i hear a lot about the sabers yeah <laughs> my brother and sister are really into hockey but i've been getting more into it i'm more of like a baseball person but that's like yeah that's
1: it's like, like the off topic
2: yeah, but like yeah i was, football football was like games. what about hockey but yeah no <laughs> the football stars are really cool and he said he's like he was missing watching football or like going to the games and so he was watching all these videos at the beginning of quarantine and he just saw how in everyone like no matter where they were from what country what team they were cheering on everyone had these football scarves so now he's you know collected a bunch and well,
1: he just mailed hopefully these people syrup bottles to them
2: yeah I mean it really say saying the article and I'm sure if I'd finished watching the video like if I'd really done my research <laughs> um prior this to this episode
1: question, like um, this raises another question. Yeah, I is it mean... syrup or syrup? Oh. Maple... maple syrup. I say syrup. Maple syrup or maple syrup?
0: I think I say syrup, but I think it's because I speak like an American. I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like this is like the I aluminum think... aluminum thing where like, I feel like aluminum is right, but I, because I'm American, I feel like I have to say aluminum. But
2: uh, I've never said aluminum in my life. No can <laughs> say it, but I feel like aluminum is. So this is him with the scarves. Uh, we'll go oh, so the images, but like he just has a ton of scarves there. Um, and there was like an image mirror? from. Do I do... think mirror, mirror, say
0: mirror. Well, that
1: makes more sense. I
2: feel like I'm the only one who says mirror. <laughs> um. mm-hmm. I love like this is such a tangent, but like I love. Hearing how people pronounce things because I feel like
1: caramel, caramel. I stand by that.
0: It depends on how many syllables you have left in a haiku. I stand by that.
1: <laughs> I, say yeah, I say caramel.
0: Yeah, I said caramel more a- often, but those yeah. cards are red. I like think are
2: going back and forth between the stories. The- <laughs> I hope I people rem- listening can I- hear that. I- <laughs> Here's like a really zoomed in picture with him like, um, and a jug uh, of maple uh, syrup. No,
1: she it's, it's a, a remember, large jug of syrup. I remember so in like I he's eighth everyone, ninth, everyone, but... I remember in eighth grade or ninth grade, we had, like this whole debate in my um science class on whether it's basil or basil, because basil. Uh,
2: basil, but if he the name, like people like in Australia and New Zealand, like,
1: pronounce it basil.
2: Okay, and oh. people in Australia pronounce it zebra, so <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Wait, no, this is not me being mean to Australians. <laughs> so I want to put it out there, Sorry, like me. love you guys. Your country is thriving in COVID, like I'm jealous. Yep. Um, but but like they do say zebra, so I feel like zebra. you know they have their own way of saying things. We have our own way of saying things, and
0: yeah. Also, <laughs> also I just want to go back to the soccer story real quick. Um. I don't know if you've ever heard of either of you, the red paperclip guy. I think it's the red paperclip guy.
2: Oh, that yeah. This is, is what this reminds, reminds me of. That. Yeah,
0: yeah, of, like, what a barter economy looks like in the 21st century. I think it's really just cool to see. And, like, yeah. I'm not that big of a football, soccer fan. I'm probably more hockey. Um, my cousin actually used to play hockey in Canada, and now he plays in Vermont. But, like, just a Because we're talking about Canadian hockey, but... Um, mm-hmm. I follow John Green like the author and vlog brother and he's a big soccer fan so every once in a while like I've seen him in like football scars before and so like
1: it's also funny how we pronounce it soccer when the whole rush the world knows it as football yeah yeah
0: yeah that's an us thing they call
2: it like and then they call
0: like football (laughs) if anyone is listening
2: I just made like a a throwing (laughs) football motion but like they call that kind of football, um, like American. You don't even football, use your like,
1: feet for American football, which is really weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Football. I don't really like football. I just watch the uh, Super Bowl and
1: that's me it. Too. Like, yeah, literally me.
2: I like. I have I have sports that I follow and then I have sports that I don't. I follow baseball, uh, college basketball, and um, hockey a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, how cool would that be? Sorry, this is so like it's on topic but off topic. But like, how cool <laughs> would it be if John Green traded him a uh, football scarf for maple syrup?
0: I mean, it I could see it. Alive. I could see him trade like an a. I feel like he has more than like one like he
1: could find through TikTok and do. You should do yeah, that. yeah. He's
0: even. I mean, he was gonna get. He was getting like a, hassled by TikTok because they said he was impersonating John Green.
1: I know. Yeah, the best <laughs> story. Yeah, that was really funny. I saw
0: that. Yeah, I could see it. I bet. I don't know. Somebody Somebody out there, alert John Green and see if he wants to trade an AFC Wimbledon scarf for maple syrup or something. Speaking of syrup, and syrup is sweet, and you know what else is sweet? People taking in the strangers in a snowstorm. There we go. Um, so back when, uh, here's a good news story about Texas. Back when there was that whole blizzard in Texas and a lot of people were stuck and snow was really coming down, people were, people were losing power and really struggling. Um, Chelsea Timmons was a delivery driver who was out in the storm. She lived in Houston. She was delivering in Austin that day, hoping to get home. I believe it was her last delivery or one of the last ones. And she was driving towards the home of Doug Cotton and Nina Richardson, I believe is how you pronounce those, to make a delivery to them. And then she began to slide in her, I think car, truck, automobile, She began to slide on the ice and was trying to pump the brakes. She was worried she'd actually wound up hitting their house. Thankfully, she only went into their flower bed and she ended up, she texted them. She's like, Hey, I'm outside. I have your uh, groceries. And they tried to, I think, help her kind of get the car out. The car was stuck. So she was like, okay, I can call a tow truck. Or they offered to call a tow truck and they invited her inside. And they basically waited for this tow truck to show up that never really did. And so you know went by for two hours and the tow truck company was like this isn't going to work or like we're not going to be able to make it out there in the storm and so they ended up like okay how about stay the night and initially I think um Timmons was a little bit more hesitant to it she was like I can go to a hotel and they're like no just stay with us which was incredibly kind and so she ended up staying with them not only for not only for one night but for five days during this whole Texas snowstorm and it seems like they all really got to bond thankfully um Nina and Doug had both had their first COVID vaccine, so like there's a bit of a safety net there, so it wouldn't be too bad, like, and I don't believe anyone has gotten COVID from the instance also, thankfully, but they ended up really kind of bonding, and Timmons made a cake, and once she was able, finally able to return home, they, I think, all agreed to keep in touch, and I just love to see, you know, people being kind of really reaching out in that snowstorm, which was a really tough time. And, yeah okay
1: so the first thing that I thought of is that literally sounds like a movie like you know like you know something happens and then you have to stay with some random strangers and you stay end up staying for longer I don't know if that's just me but that's really inspiring and like you know they definitely could have just been like oh you're here to do our deliveries okay we got our delivery now go and you know or whatever and find yourself a hotel but that's really cool how they like took her in and helped her during that whole process which is um really inspiring and
2: yeah yeah I say it's really refreshing to see like good news coming out of Texas I feel like they've been getting between you know everything that happened with the storm and then like just recently like they're lifting their mask mandate. there's just been a lot of hate towards Texas and I think that like it's just nice to see something good happening too in the midst of all the bad um which is you know we always say that's exactly what this podcast is about and it the story also reminded me, I don't know if you guys saw, this was a few years ago, that guy who got a, a wrong number text from like a grandma uh, inviting him to Thanksgiving and then she said that he could actually come. And then oh, like, yeah, I saw that. Yep, I saw that. Together every year since. Like that kind of reminded me of this um, a little bit, which is just like so wholesome and uh, kind of everyone involved, of course. I know. Um, I
1: actually made another Texas um Texas good news story TikTok today, so this is another plug to go to. Plug, but um, but it was about um this grocery store. Can I just quickly say the story? Yeah, go for
0: it, go for it.
1: So this Texas grocery store, they lost power in the middle of the snowstorm when um when there were like several hundred customers in the store. And- <coughs> and they could have just been like okay guys you need to check out and and get out but they let the customers st- like keep shopping for another 10 to 15 minutes and they let these seven several hundred customers like just leave without paying for anything <laughs> they were like okay we just want you guys to get home safely and um don't worry about it so i think that's pr- that's a pretty you know good act of kindness it could have been like okay we're going to check everyone out and um, it might take forever you might be here for like 3 hours but instead they just let everyone go home so they could be home safe and sound
0: that is I love that story I love just people being kind to yeah. people in these like crazy and difficult situations
2: yeah for sure I mean
1: yeah, I it's can really send the link to that one so we can like also put it in the whatever
0: yeah, yeah absolutely yeah.
1: I mean
2: it's easy to be kind but it's also easy to like there are these things where you would like you're going out of your way and like of course them saying you know go without paying it definitely makes their lives easier but it also is like they're losing a lot of money from that of course and so them saying you know it doesn't matter to us the money we just want you to be safe and we want you to get home and we want you to have the things that you need to have I think is really incredible to see and it's like we always do these kinds of stories which are just so 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 nice to see but you know 20 episodes later like this it's still really nice to see if there's enough good news to go around and there's so many stories on good news network at least that we like never even get to because there's yep. so many so just like despite all the bad news that you always keep hearing knowing that there's Good news and there's still going to be good news to come i think is really nice
0: it really is and absolutely is
1: all right do you guys want to wrap it up
0: i am ready to wrap it up um kaylee and Sasha, thanks to plug where can people find you uh all those things
1: <laughs>
2: no, <I don't> <laughs> plugs <laughs> this um yeah i'm trying to see if i have like any recommendations or anything but nope it's been a boring week i will say just, like thank <laughs> hey. you everyone i guess like thank you for sticking with us for 20 episodes i think this is a shorter episode but also like combined with uh the guests that we had last week which you guys should definitely listen to that oh episode. my gosh it yes a blast to record i'm very thankful um to michael for spending that time with us and recording with us that was really really nice of him yeah. uh yeah just like thanks for listening like 20 episodes that's kind of a crazy number yeah, cool uh, milestone <laughs> I'm not it even i haven't really been is. alive for 20 years so you know
0: <laughs> yeah no know it is weird it is it's just so cool like this whole thing this whole show is just so cool it's crazy how we came together in like less than a week too like I've always thought about that like how like quick this went from like concept to episode and how we've still kind of kept doing this and it's worked out I'm just really really happy it's really fun to be here at 20 and here's to the next 20 or however many more
1: i know it's yeah oh this also reminds me that i'm supposed to host a fiveable fridays next week <gasps> and i don't even and i don't even like i haven't been on the discord since like it first started so i've no idea how it works and how i'm supposed to do this maybe we should just email her back and be like you're gonna need to teach me how to use discord if you want me to do this
0: <laughs> is it video can we watch it or is it just I
1: mean, it's we can talk
0: like, after the fact but seems
1: like i have to like send materials into like the, the i don't know I'll, huh. I'll figure it out and let you know <laughs> so, yeah
0: because we can because i've done one of those I as well know. so if you okay. i can talk to you about what it was like for me yeah
1: okay sounds good i'll i'll ask you yeah
0: yeah um yeah also slash where can we find you and like please recommend your podcast because your newest <laughs> episode is just incredible
1: yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, my other podcast is brown girls rising at brown girls rising pod and um, yeah there's a lot of exciting things happening with it I was just able to interview with um, an actress on the tv show Jane the Virgin which was a very incredible experience for me and definitely something I would have never thought I would do like a year ago from today like if you told me a year ago from today that I'd have this podcast with this many followers and meet all these people I would have not believed you, so I think that's pretty cool.
0: It really is. It's such a great episode too. Please go listen to Thank it. You. It's so yeah, awesome.
2: I'm, I have a bunch of homework to do, and I'm about to like go listen to it because I'm also a huge James the Virgin fan. So yeah, I'm like very excited, and it's just like
1: I know. It's it so,
2: like when you announced who it was, I was like, I like I recognize her character,
1: and I'm just like so. We literally had a whole and conversation and like, about Justin so cool. Baldoni, and like how dreamy Justin Baldoni. <laughs>
0: that is amazing
1: so um yeah if you're a fan of justin baldoni even if you're not a fan of jane the virgin you should still go check it out
2: oh yeah <laughs> you also I've interviewed even... a um tiktoker right like a smaller
1: bigger t- I oh yeah know, she, like um, the
2: size of her audience like that was really cool yeah, yeah so
1: that was also pretty cool um that one yeah that one was still a lot of fun as well And i mean that I actually DM'd them both around the same time, so it was like a very exciting time when they like I got responses. So that was pretty cool.
0: Indeed. Thank you for uh, listening to us cover a lot of fun, good news, soccer scars, and syrup, and tigers and lions and bears. Oh my! Um, if you ever want to find us, we have a Facebook group and Instagram, and our email is dead. I think. And TikTok, of course. Um, we'll these are all linked. Um, let's see, I'll list off Instagram positivity.podcast, TikTok at Positivity Podcast. Um, yeah, email is dead. Uh Chesman Uchi does our editing. Our graphics are done by Campbell Deepkin. And this is Vanity Cup of Positivity. I've been Carter dvorak Until next week. Bye. Bye. Uh,
2: bye. bye.